0: Well, I might as well get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now come to the right place.
1: It's time for the late night snack.
0: That's where the drums kick in, because we're serious and we're ready to podcast. We
1: you're professionals. You
0: can create a perfect world in our heads. Some quality time writing, some quality jokes, that's what that was. Think about it as like a reset, like a... Let's really hone in on our craft, and now the craft's about to get real good. Kind of like craft mac and cheese.
1: It's kind of like when you have, like, a professor go on sabbatical. You know, that's what we were doing. We were just taking a little late-night snack sabbatical so we could come back better than ever.
0: Exactly. Now, for the listeners out there that don't know what a sabbatical is, can you explain what that is? That has nothing to do with me not knowing what a sabbatical is.
1: I don't really completely understand it. All I know is it's a thing that like pastors and teachers do. And I think the idea is that you take a break for like a semester or a little bit. And you uh just kind of like what you said, hone in on your craft and uh, read books and take a break. That's my understanding of it.
0: That's pretty awesome. I could really go for a sabbatical right now for my life. A lot of stuff going yeah. on. Pretty busy. Guy. I know.
1: I feel like every student should get a sabbatical as just as much as teachers do. I mean the I teachers are probably doing more work, but
0: hate to rain on your parade here, but pretty sure that's what summer and spring break is.
1: You would be correct. Summer vacation is is our sabbatical. I should have thought of that, honestly. It well, happens. you know who else could use a break? Who? The California man who sued the psychic who said she could remove a witch's curse from his ex-girlfriend.
0: We forgot to mention that it is time for the news segment, but I guess we'll get right into it.
1: I thought that was a good segue. I was just trying to naturally transition us.
0: That's true. Then let's go with it. Do
1: you have more updates first?
0: We really don't have much updates. Um, Do you have any updates?
1: I guess we celebrated our one year anniversary a month ago. That yeah, was but I thought we are
0: talking about like big news. That's kind of like, I'm just kidding. That's hey. huge news. I said that's we huge news. We didn't talk
1: about it on the pod.
0: So. Me and Maddie finally spent our one year together, which is exciting. Um,
1: it was great. He took me out to a very nice dinner, a nice restaurant.
0: Yes, I did. Um parking situation in Nashville is horrible. And that is also especially true. that night, took you to a really nice restaurant and um, pulled up nowhere to park. So I said, hey, by the way, it's raining at the time. So I'm like, hey, why don't I drop you off here? You can wait right inside. I'll go park, maybe like a block or two away, and I'll walk over. It's not exactly what happened here. Okay. What happened was I had to go into multiple parking garages, finally find a spot, then walk over through the pouring rain. <laughs> Haven't invested in an umbrella yet, so really need to invest. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I, I just like walk through the rain as if it's like fun. I, I've never, it's not I've fun. never been like, hey, let's get like a rain jacket or let's get an umbrella. No, I I just walk like, you know. It's everyday business. Yeah, rain
1: jackets just are are not the move. I don't feel like anyone looks cute in a rain jacket. It's just an odd article of clothing.
0: It is odd, but it is useful. I'll tell you this, though. I'm walking through the rain, wearing a suit. It's getting super messed up. I mean, it's just completely wet. (laughs) And then right as I walk back to the restaurant, that's where I see the valet guy. So we just kind of like... I give him a nod. I'm like, hey, really <laughs> wish you were standing out here about five to ten minutes ago.
1: <laughs> it was unfortunate. You also got me a ring. Not that ring, Not but that a ring. ring. Not that ring.
0: Not that ring. Not. That would have been a major update.
1: That would have been a major update, but it was a ring, and it's very pretty. If this was a video episode, I would show you, but you'll just have to wait. Find out later.
0: Well, we can just post it on the pod. Post it on the uh Instagram.
1: That's true. Just be like, this is the ring. Not that ring. I think that not should that be the ring. caption.
0: It should it's a good ring. It's not the best ring. It's it's a decent ring. I don't know. The
1: caption should be not that ring. It's not that ring. Not that ring. Any other updates for the people before we move on into the news? I'm
0: trying to see. Um My I had some car troubles and I figured that out. Uh now my car is not giving me any more troubles. But I'm still on the lookout for cars. That's what I was just about to say. I said I'm still on the lookout. Um really really hoping that my car doesn't have any more troubles.
1: That's true. I feel
0: like the the listeners need to be up to date with my auto parts, you know?
1: Your auto parts?
0: An auto part is an auto part of me, you know, so I just like to keep them up to speed.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, you know, Halloween happened last weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. We went as our we favorite a people.
1: Couple of different costumes. First one was our favorite people, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox.
0: Love those guys. They they're, They really are exactly who everyone aspires to be. 100%.
1: Yes. If you haven't seen the GQ interview, go watch it. It is a piece of cultural history, and you're really missing out if you haven't. 100%. Our second costumes, Uh, you were a church dad, and I was a tourist slash Jimmy Buffett. So those were I a little started out, together.
0: I started out trying to be a church dad. That's kind of what I was going for. And I don't know what had happened, but as the night went on and the amount of people that came up to me and were like, hey, is this your costume? I just evolved. Be- because there were so many people that were like, are you Adam Sandler?
1: I'm sure like, You did look a lot like Adam Sandler. I was like, yes. In
0: that costume. Yes, I am. And <laughs> they were like, that's a really good Adam Sandler costume. I went, went as just like the average dad. And to be fair, Adam Sandler dresses like the most average dad ever.
1: Yeah, he does. And I think it's just like the the shorts down to like past your knee, mid calf range just screams Adam Sandler.
0: Yeah, Adam Sandler's like really cool because like he his net worth is unbelievable. Like it's so hard to wrap your head around how much he's worth, but then he'll just go out in public with a Superman t-shirt and khakis down to his like ankles and he'll just play yeah, basketball he's a big... with like anybody.
1: Yeah, he's a big gym shorts guy. And I just feel like if you have a lot of money, you kind of give up the gym shorts. But but not Adam Sandler. Sandler. You, he found the
0: loophole. It. The loophole is, hey, if if I'm supposed to be this high profile guy, I'm going to make it my thing to dress low profile. You know what I mean?
1: That's true. And he it is his thing. And he does it well.
0: Pretty neat stuff. And apparently I did it pretty well. So cheers it's also to crazy. you, Adam.
1: That's true. It's also crazy to me. That in every movie, he pulls Jennifer Aniston.
0: Yeah. Do you think there's like some kind of like low-key thing going on there? That like, let's keep working together.
1: Probably not, but I do feel like he does write a clause into every movie contract that's like, I'm not doing this movie unless Jennifer Aniston is my co-star.
0: Hey, if I had that kind of power, I mean, I would too. Jennifer's pretty talented.
1: That's true. Are we ready to get to some talented news?
0: news no matter what you know what i mean like we may have taken a break but the news didn't take a break i'll say that that is true we have quite some stories
1: we do um i guess we'll go back to the one i already talked about california man sue's psychic who said she could remove witch's curse from his ex-girlfriend
0: this is a genius move um to bring a, a uh what was that? Psychic? Yeah. Yeah. To bring a psychic into a court of law and then like, prove that you're a psychic basically. Yeah. Because this will make or break the rest of the psychic industry. Right here. This court case is big.
1: Yeah, she's a...
0: That was a huge yawn.
1: I tried to be silent about it and now you outed me. You outed my yawn.
0: I'm sorry I added your yambo. What were you going to say?
1: I was going to say that she described herself as a Ph.D. life coach and a psychic love coach. Nice. So, he says that apparently she gave him a tarot reading uh, when he visited wait, her office.
0: Wait, hold on. Repeat what you said about what she said, her quote? She gave
1: him a tarot reading?
0: No, no, the, the Ph.D. thing. That whole sentence.
1: She, Her website billed her as a PhD life coach and a psychic love coach.
0: Isn't that a fancy way of just saying neat in the streets and a freak in the sheets?
1: <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, Apparently, she told him that he had a mala suerte. I'm going to pronounce that wrong. Or bad luck that was put there by his ex-girlfriend when she hired a curse casting witch.
0: Hmm. Well so it was Shh. and I I I hate to step on any toes here. Was that the name of the curse or was that you trying to speak Spanish?
1: That was I think the name of the curse and potentially also Spanish. Um but apparently Adams claimed that his family would be unhappy and in danger unless he paid her $5,100 to remove the curse.
0: I wonder what that $100 was. You know that like so like the $5,000. Yeah, I was thinking that too. The $5,000 was like, I'm going to get $5,000 out of this guy. And then something happened where she was like, I really need a quick 100 bucks, And so she was like,
1: <laughs> Let me add that 100 bucks. $5,100. Nifty.
0: What's the guy who says he got scammed?
1: What was the guy?
0: What was the guy's name?
1: Oh, great question. I don't think it ever actually says.
0: Like just first name, not his full name.
1: Mauro? Mauro, I think.
0: Like Mario?
1: Like M-A-U-R-O.
0: That's definitely the name of someone that's like really trustworthy of a psychic.
1: No, 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 that's his name. Her name is Sophia.
0: I was saying that's the name of the guy that trusts a psychic with
1: their life. Oh, that is also true. I like that the the uh, psychic's name is just Sophia, though. Very normal name for a psychic.
0: I feel like so. I know a couple of Sophias that would be really good at being a psychic.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's just, like the psychic name.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really in close with that crew of, you know, that industry is its own kind of thing. Yeah. I wonder how you break into the psychic scene, you know? Do you just like set up shop one day and be like, I've done this before? Set up
1: shop, rent an office space, start giving readings.
0: Yeah, you I know. I just feel like, how do you like build your resume? Being like, hey, look, I said this was going to happen and it did. How do you do that? Who trusts you for the first time?
1: Yeah. How do you build your, like, or if you ever have to get another job, like what's on that resume? Like, psychic for 15 years had 50 (laughs) readings correct four incorrect
0: oops yeah that that'd be fun to go from like job to job like in the middle you were a psychic for a while and that was just right on your resume it was like spent the last five years being a psychic previously manager of a raising canes now i'm looking (laughs) to expand my horizons a little bit hey i'll tell you this if you hire me in the future I can tell that this company's going pretty far. (laughs) How's that for psychic reading? Get out of my
1: office. That is funny. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's worth a shot. It might be. Sophia, if you need a second career, Dawson will help you with your resume.
0: I don't... Here's the thing. Um, pretty sure she's an awesome lady. I just don't know if I really want to get super tight with the psychic community. Um... Not that there's anything wrong. It's just like not my thing, you know? It's kind of like EDM. and I mean,
1: if they break up with you, you might have a curse for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, (laughs) see, that's the thing. I don't know much about curses or like even like the names of curses. So I feel like that's a good thing. I think I'm on a good path not knowing. And I feel like once I know, then I'm screwed.
1: Yeah. But you know how you're talking about things that are fun? Yeah. You know what sounds really fun? Florida State Troopers Seen Chasing Elderly Man Riding Scooter on the Turnpike in a Viral Video.
0: But he was just on the... Like, what kind of scooter like, was it on like? on
1: the... the side of the interstate in one of those, like...
0: That's not a type of scooter. I was saying... What... No,
1: I'm talking about, like, the, like, wheelchair scooter.
0: That's what I was going for. Okay. So that's, like, not that fast. No. But okay. he's, like... Well, and that's my problem with modern day journalism is I can't just report the truth. They got to twist a little bit. So he's like, he had to chase him. He didn't have to chase him. He went like five miles an hour.
1: It does but, say, which I love, instead of high speed chase, it says a slow speed chase.
0: Because it wasn't a chase. The guy just couldn't turn around. He couldn't hear.
1: My other favorite detail of this story is that decked is that it says decked out in a white golf hat and a red polo shirt.
0: So he was an elderly man, okay?
1: (laughs) It's just funny. So apparently he got on the interstate and didn't know how to get off.
0: Hey, I'm telling you this. If I got on the interstate at my age right now on a scooter, I probably wouldn't know the best way to get off either.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I think I'll post this video on the gram so everyone can see it because it really does bring me joy.
0: Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen this video. I'm pretty excited about it.
1: It's pretty exciting.
0: It, let me guess. He's not going that fast, is he?
1: No. No, nah,
0: I saw that one coming.
1: Yeah. But you know what probably was going fast? The loose pigs that Tennessee animal control officers had to wrangle off a Tennessee highway.
0: Yeah. So here at the Late Night Snack, I know that we cover a lot of news and a lot of people are like, oh, so you're, you're kind of like national journalists. In a way, yes, but we also don't look past <laughs> our local news, and so when this came through, I mean, we had to we had to let everyone know. I mean, this was big, and
1: yes, it's from a few weeks ago, but it's still it's great.
0: I mean, I feel like it's still kind of low key a problem. I mean, you you look at the the wild pig uh, epidemic in Tennessee right now. And I feel like we're going to have some more of these chase downs here pretty soon.
1: I feel like we've covered so many loose animal stories at this point in Tennessee. Like, I just don't know how people keep losing their animals.
0: Oh, I mean, we've covered a lot of loose things. We've covered people on the loose, people without clothes. They've lost their clothes, clothes loose. Uh, we've people with loose morals. Loose morals, yeah. Uh, covered people that, you know, of all... Of all Kind of shapes and sizes. People that almost started a war over Iraq. Remember that? Almost started a war between two countries.
1: Not Um, to be confused with a war in Iraq. You meant war over Iraq.
0: Yes. Like a singular rock. Not Iraq. I I, I misheard you at first.
1: And I was like, Iraq? No. What are we talking about?
0: No. (laughs) Not to be confused with the country named Iraq. We're talking about <laughs> it, a singular rock. Anyways, not the point. point is this. We've covered a lot of men. We've covered a lot of women. It's time that animals get their shot, too. That's what we're here for.
1: It's true. It's also time that vegetables get their shot. Unfortunately, a tiny crack disqualifies a pumpkin thought to be the largest in the United States. You want to guess how many pounds it weighed? How much? Yes. Guess.
0: I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to sound like an idiot to the pumpkin. Co- what do I don't you want think the out...
1: largest Again, pumpkin I'm, weighs?
0: I'm trying to tell you, like, it, I don't want to throw out a guess out there, and then all the listeners that are in like the pumpkin community are like, "That guy's a total idiot."
1: You I'm know. just curious as to what you think it might be.
0: <sighs> I'm guessing like maybe 200 pounds. I've seen some big pictures.
1: 2,520 pounds.
0: See that see that's why you put me on the spot and now all the people that are in the pumpkins are like wait a lowball that one stupid idiot <laughs> Let me tell you I something I don't though. think
1: they think I kind of think that's idiot. fair about
0: I think that's kind of fair though about the crack uh because you know crack in general can get you disqualified for anything I mean if you become an NFL player and you could be the best NFL player there is if you test positive for crack you're done so I think that crack in terms of pumpkins, they're held to the same standard. I don't think anybody all should get away crack with crack. crack rules.
1: Yeah, no. no one should be allowed to get away with crack. Not pumpkins even a Pumpkins
0: can't smoke crack.
1: Apparently, it was a fingernail-sized crack.
0: I mean, uh, cr- crack could come in all shapes and sizes, really. But the fact is, if you've got crack in your system, you're done.
1: It's true. I mean, they could have earned $22,000 from this prize money but
0: wait 22,000 yeah we need to get into pumpkins
1: the, my favorite quote of this article which I honestly might put in my Instagram bio I love it Schmidt the guy who uh, his last name is Schmidt the guy who was growing the pumpkin so they asked him about looking towards the future and how he felt about the crack in his pumpkin right right he said it happens there's no crying and pumpkin growing.
0: He said that, like, people know what he's talking about. And you know <laughs> what? As if, like, some guy started, like, pumpkin growing, was just like, uh, no, like, hey. And you no know, pumpkin crying at all. Like, <laughs> none, of, none of that.
1: He said, I know I can do it hey, again. You want to get so into pumpkins? Wanna...
0: Grow up. Be a man.
1: <laughs> he said, I know I can do it again. We just got to look forward to the future.
0: Hey, look, you know what? Future is kind of like a weird thing right now. And I think, too, like you look back at like potatoes, there's like the potato famine. What if there was a pumpkin famine and all of a sudden that whole plan went out the window? So you got to be prepared for the future. Anything could happen.
1: You really thought that through. Like you went, you went layers of.
0: Hey, let me tell you something. If those potatoes didn't have a famine, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be in Ireland, so true. watch out, Thank pumpkin. Guys. God
1: for the potato famine—that's what I. I'm hearing. I don't.
0: I don't think that's a quote that should be said. Uh, <laughs> I think the potato famine caused a lot of problems for a lot of people. <laughs> but without it, I wouldn't be here. So, in a way, sure.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just curious. What kind of like TV shows or like radio shows did you listen to or watch with your dad as a kid?
0: My dad as a kid? Yeah. I mean, I I told you this about it. I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but my dad would be on the road a lot. Yeah. And so, like, he would get in really late at night, and he would, and this is, like, way back before, like, iPhones or any of that. My dad had the BlackBerry, and he was the (laughs) only guy in our family that had internet on his phone. Me and my brother didn't have phones, and my mom, I don't even know what she had, but, like, no internet besides my dad. And so I remember he would come in at about, like, 1130 at night, maybe even later, like, midnight, and if I was asleep, he would wake me up. But he would come into my room and, like, lay in bed with me, and he would use his BlackBerry and slide the phone up and go to the internet, not even app, but, like, the internet, and it would, like, load. I would see, like, the loading, and it would take, like, two minutes to load the internet up. And, like, the slowest, most buffered YouTube Ever would pull up and we would watch stand up comedy together, uh, ranging from clean to not clean and dad would forget all the not clean comedians and be like hey I think you'd really <laughs> enjoy this guy this guy's funny and we'd get like 30 seconds in of laughter and this one would drop an F bomb and then my dad's like oh god and then he would like drop me off for my you know class and the next day I was like in the third grade you know yeah so that, that's kind of that. that's kind of what I did growing up, and then like I had my own shows. Like I watched a lot of SpongeBob, uh, radio show. I think um. I I have a very, not it's not even like a specific memory, but it's just like a kind of like a constant childhood thing that always happened, where I would be um, in the back seat of a car, like extremely carsick, and then. <laughs> this happened all the time. I'd be really car sick in the back, like just super nauseous. And my dad would be driving and it'd be a really staticky radio station going on. And it'd be like either like a football game through the radio, through a bunch of static, or it'd be like the weather. Yeah. But yeah.
1: The reason I ask is because my dad and my mom and I loved to watch Antiques Roadshow On PBS. Like, I don't know why that was our family thing. It was one of many family things, but that was what we would always do, is we'd watch that. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but it's basically like these people who are like antique appraisers, like they tell you how much random shit is worth. They would go like around the country to these different cities and people would like bring their junk. And basically these antique appraisers would be like, okay, so this is worth a lot of money. Or this is worth, like, no money. Which brought me to thinking about this story, which was a vase purchased for $4.99 at a thrift store. was valued up to $15,000. And the story itself isn't really all that... I mean, it's cool. But I think it just, like, reminds me of watching those shows as a kid with my parents when it was, like, people would bring stuff in and they'd be like, this gun from the 1800s was my great-grandfather's and it's worth five million dollars and these people would be like the best i can give you is four dollars and sometimes they'd sell it and sometimes people would pack it up and go home and they'd be like wasn't worth it i know i can do better it was kind of like pawn stars but like more antiquey stuff and like much lower quality because it was on pbs it was just great and as far as radio shows go this just always unlocks this memory for me. My dad and I would always listen to Car Talk on NPR growing up. And it's just like these two like guys with thick Jersey accents like talking about cars. Did I retain any of that information? Absolutely not. But it was great while it lasted.
0: It was great while it lasted. I didn't do any of those things that you just said. But <laughs> I did watch Pawn Stars. And I think the best thing about Pawn stars is the fact that they are like well known they're a well-known shop and then they're like we know a lot of things about a lot of different areas so we can yeah. price things well but like every time i've watched an episode someone brings in something they're like i have no idea anything about that let me ask my friend that knows that and like honestly i can't tell if they just like have more friends that know about that stuff or if they know all about that stuff it's kind I mean, of like... It would be like if I started a history show and then someone else explained to me what the history was and I was like, I really enjoyed that. It'd be like the same kind of thing. Because I mean, like, I
1: think it's impressive that they have enough friends that know about all that stuff even.
0: If you own the Pawn Star Shop, like anybody, like, what they're buying is so cool that anybody that cares about that, like, whatever... Yeah. thing they brought in is going to want to like look at it and talk about it so
1: how do you think that show got started like do you think someone just walked one day into this random pawn shop and was like this is the pawn shop i want to make a tv show about
0: i don't know the backstory of pawn stars i i like the fact that they're like we should call it pawn stars because it sounds dirty <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that was neat Yeah, yeah, it was. I can't believe that we're already to the end of this episode. Like, flew by.
0: Flew right by, didn't
1: it? It did. We didn't even have time to get to all of our stories. So you guys are going to have to come back next week to hear the rest of the fun news stories. Hopefully some exciting things will happen this week that we can talk about in the news next week.
0: Absolutely. You know, we might have not gotten to Florida today, but it doesn't mean we're not coming back. Florida will always be a staple to this podcast.
1: We did get to Florida today. What do you the mean? elderly man on the turnpike was a Florida man. Did
0: you mention that he was a Florida man?
1: I mean, I mentioned that it was Florida State Troopers, but I guess I didn't clarify that he was a I Florida didn't, man. I
0: totally didn't even register. He's a, see, what did I tell you guys? We never skip Florida.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, we could never skip a Florida man.
0: Well, how it's would we staple. ever skip a Florida man? Mm. Stay classy, all of you listeners.
1: Never we trashy. We do love you and we cannot wait to be back for another episode next week. So with that, follow us on Instagram at late night snack pod and shoot us an email at late night dot at gmail dot com. And we will see y'all or hear from y'all or you'll hear us next week.
0: Uh, everything she just said. Peace out.
1: <laughs> well, I might as well get to it.